Hey y'all, welcome to the podcast where a group of friends do life together. We'll discuss it all from burpees to barbecue to baby wigs and everything in between, all while honoring the Lord and filling our lives with lots of laughs. Hey y'all, welcome to the podcast. We are happy to have you join us for some fun and some fellowship today. Just a few housekeeping things. Um, You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or our website, which is converseandcrowns.com. Um, Please like and share the podcast with your friends and family, just anybody who you think would benefit from it. Um, You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, any of the major platforms, or you can listen to us directly from the website. As you may know, we have a small segment on the podcast where we review a snack each episode. So what's the yummies, y'all? Today we are having Captain Rodney's dip. Um, with your choice of Fritos or Ritz crackers. Um, just a warm, very southern, very cheesy, very bacony, with a little bit of a Captain Rodney's glaze on the top. Adds a little sweetness. All I think it's the good great stuff. Yeah. yeah. It comes out at any like Baptist party. That's true. Yeah. Football party, yeah. baseball tailgating, anything sports related, anything. Yeah. Equal yes. related, or podcast recording, or podcast. Yeah, I mean, it yes. will be in heaven. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it will be at my house. Come on by. <laughs> okay, so today's episode might be the very first like topic of conversation that we said. Okay, if we do a podcast, we've got to talk about this. Um, because it is something near and dear to us, but also I think something that has changed culturally in the last, you know, decade or so, and that is being single and what you maybe need to understand from your singles that are in your life, um, to kind of understand what our lives are like. And what I mean by that is that, Really, up until about, I don't know, 10 years ago, being single in your 30s and 40s was the odd thing. There were a handful of people, if you went to a Baptist church, you helped in the nursery, you taught Sunday school, there wasn't really a Sunday school class for you, because we we used to joke when um, our Bible fellowship class started years ago that we were the island of misfit toys. We were put in a bat kind of closet room that nobody knew where it was because they didn't know what to do with us because we had never existed before. I mean, truthfully, that's kind of why this podcast started because we have figured stuff out um, over the last decade or so. And we, you know, wanted to pass that knowledge on because I wish somebody had passed it on to me. And as we go about this, dealing with family, friends, people at church, people at work, It's just a different dynamic now. Dating does not work the same, not only from the standpoint of the way it's viewed, but also technology. And, you know, it's just a different world. And I think that's sometimes hard for people who grew up in a generation that that wasn't the case. So all of that to be said, we kind of just have some concepts and statements, I guess, that we will flesh out as we go along. Um, everything we say, we say with love. Um, but it, it's just different. It would be like me trying to understand someone who's been married. I don't, I've not been there. I can witness it, but I've not experienced it. And I think that that is something that is beneficial. So let's start with the idea that 
and this is a big one for me personally, um, please think about what you're saying to us because a lot of times people say stuff to singles that I don't think they mean it to be hurtful, um, but it comes across that way, especially when they're speaking about other singles. Like, I'm not saying it directly about you. I'm saying about someone else, but it's like, yeah, but do you say this about me to somebody else? Because you do. Um, so the first one that I think of is, oh, so-and-so single, what's wrong with them? <laughs> Which automatically says that if you're single, something's wrong with you, right? Which would mean, if that's true, then if you're married, everything is perfectly right. Which doesn't make sense. So that concept of something must be wrong with them if they are single. Um, I think that's very much changed. Now, we used to joke single for a season, single for a reason. Um, that has gone around the church for a while. And, and in some cases, it's true. I was about to say, maybe not for these four. But, but it is true. And I, I mean, I will be the first to tell you, I understand why I have been single until this point, because I need to grow and learn. And I understand that. But when you approach it from the clearly something's wrong with this person, that's just such a negative and like hurtful thing to say. Don't put that label on somebody. Yes, right. we talked about labels last week. Don't be like that. Um, I think this will kind of go into another one that we're going to talk about, but like, have you considered X, Y, Z? Have you considered doing online dating? First of all, yes. Have okay. y'all tried online dating? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Buckle up if you try. It's an adventure. <laughs> it's awful. It's horrible. <laughs> the last time I tried online dating, and this will show my personality type, but um, because I have done online dating more than once, especially in this air is just, it's difficult. Um, looking as a Christian is difficult because what people call themselves and how they behave is different. But I had several people in my life that were like, well, maybe you're just not looking at this or maybe your standards are so high. So this last time I tried it, I decided that I would make a PowerPoint presentation. And I did. <laughs> Every time I came across something, I saved it and I created a PowerPoint presentation and I presented it to some of these people and they thought I was lying. I was like, nope, these are all people, all people. Yep. Right here. You can meet them. <laughs> like, and they have been a lot more gracious towards me <laughs> because it, it's not as easy as, oh, just get online. And I think that's the concept. There's so many people out there. Just get online. Mm. Like, have you ever shopped on Amazon for something? It's like that. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's 4,000 options. It's probably not going to fit. It's probably cheaply made. <laughs> and you don't know what you're getting. Like, And dating is not fun. To no. have to meet somebody you don't know. To go, I'd rather just stay at home and read a book. You yeah. know? Like I mean... It's, to date online, yes, you know, it's yes. like it's it's not fun. It's like you meet this person and you get there, and <laughs> well, it's because most times you go into it, you okay. have like absolutely zero things in common. Yeah, like right. the only thing you have in common is like so, you're single. So, <laughs> so when you googled online dating websites, you came across the same one as me. Our right. algorithms line up great. Right. Now, mm -hmm. how are we supposed right. to? Whereas, you know, a lot of times if you meet the people in person, right. you actually kind of right. have a little bit 
right. of a story, a little bit of a jumping off point. Right. And with online dating, dating for men, it's a numbers game. So we're yes. they're like, okay, I will go on this one day. They may go on seven that day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's happened. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tell the story. Um. Yes. That was day number three. <laughs> and a full day was awful. Anyways. But you would have been my number one. They, uh, <laughs> I have so many questions. I was going to say, at least you knew right away that was yes. a goodbye, sir. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and you want to be like, okay, I completely understand. Right, right. right However, right. I don't want to be. Number three. <laughs> yes, but thank you. Well, and I think back to kind of what you were saying of, oh, you're both single. I cannot tell you how many times it's been like, oh, are there no single guys in your Bible fellowship? Well, yeah, there are. Well, why don't you go out with any of them? Well, what? Like, you wouldn't do that? They do just that? tear off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Noah's Ark. It's not my um, two by two. That is not us. Because I've met them and they've met me. That's well, why. and like, you would not do that for anything else. Yeah. You would not be like, oh, y'all are both 30 and need friends. Y'all have nothing in common, but make it work. Like, that does not make sense. And I know you don't really want that for the people in your life that are single that you love. Right. But that has been said. Remember, <laughs> 90% of what these are not... Um, examples we are given that are not based on reality okay i just i say that because oh goodness um i speaking of which i have had someone tell me uh this was actually a women's retreat and this is what i mean by like be careful of what you say and we were talking about stuff we were struggling with this was probably oh goodness 10 years ago or so and so i was really struggling with being single at the time i was 25 all my friends were getting married and i was like clearly something's wrong with me you know whatever and one of the women there said well if you're still single and you're this age clearly there's something wrong with you because you either want to get married and you are or there's something wrong and of course lovingly all the other women in the group were like that's not true like oh my gosh but why would you say that to someone you know and even if you think that's true you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about another side of it in a second, but that's just something else to continue, um, to think about. And then don't tell me how lucky I am. Just wait until you're married. You'll see. Like, what? See what? Right. <laughs> well, like Brittany said, maybe you'll have somebody to clean the gutters. That's yeah. how yeah. lucky we'll get. <laughs> I don't have to mow my own yard. Praise be. <laughs> um, so just... Especially the things that are kind of, and like I said, there's one other like kind of topic under this that um, we'll talk about that kind of overlaps. But just just kind of think about what you're saying, um, because it really can not just be hurtful in like the moment of like this really hurts my feelings, but also in the that plays back in your mind. What that woman said to me at that thing when I was already feeling that way played back in my mind for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Now, I know, you know, she's crazy as a Betsy bell, but still, um, it was there. And so, especially for people that you are supposed to be feeding into, just kind of keep that in mind. Um, the next kind of like overarching concept that we would like to share is we don't have endless free time to meet everybody's expectations. And I don't say that in a like, we're so important, but we have lives. And that is, I think sometimes people forget that. Like, 
I remember one time we were at a um, church meeting. It was like several women's groups together. And we were the only singles group. And they were talking about doing something and how it would be really great for the young couples because they were all young with like kids if they could do like a date night once a month. And they said, and y'all can just, y'all's class can watch them since y'all don't have kids. And we were all like, we have jobs and lot. And, and when we started to like, I work, you know, whatever. I work at a hospital on Friday nights. I do this. I volunteer. They were like, oh, and you could tell they didn't mean anything by it, but it never occurred to them that because we didn't have husbands and kids that we, we had lives, <laughs> but we have lives. It's amazing. They're there. Um, I feel like if there's any volunteer opportunity ever, <laughs> I am one of the first oh, yeah. people at our massive church that gets a text, which is fine. I'm a helper and I'm a servant and that's fine. But I feel like people who are married and have kids don't get the same <laughs> text that uh -huh. I always do. Um, and, and I mean, it can be just frustrating, yeah. you know, because... I, I shouldn't have to explain, sorry, I had a hard week at work and I just want to be home and read my book. Like, I shouldn't be made to feel guilty for yeah. that because right. I have that option to do that right. um, because I am single. So, yeah. yeah, I should be allowed to be in my singleness, yeah. too. Well, I think even, like, I mean, me, my personality is one that, like, if I was single, married, you know, no matter what, like... That is something that's a priority for me, like, mm -hmm. to be able to say, no, oh, I'm just going to kind of hang out by myself, which is not always a good thing, but, you know, like, it doesn't even just have to be that supposedly I have free time, right. which, right. you know, I don't, sometimes that, that's just good for me as yeah. a person, no matter what relationship status I'm in. Right. Um, and I think, and this speaks more towards... <laughs> You good? It went away. We have a sneeze coming. I'm sorry, I thought I had to sneeze. Um, this speaks more towards Meg and Chrissy and me because Brittany does have kids. But a lot of times, because we're single, we are able to fill in those things that our married and you know parent counterparts can't. Like we go to the games that our high school students are playing at. We go to the, you know, band concerts and the plays. We do extra ministry that I know if I were, you know, married with kids, I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. And so I'm using that time to do that. And I think people kind of miss out that you do have other stuff filling that. You are serving in other ways. Um, they just automatically kind of blanket you that way. Right. And so, and we're not saying that we mind helping or serving or no. anything like that. Um, it's just this expectation that, oh, you have all this free time here. Do this. Do what, you know. And a lot of times that's not the case. I know tons of single people that choose to work the shifts that are hard for parents. You know, I know my grandmother, when she was a nurse, she always worked the night shift because she was single and she, you know, her kids were grown and it was fine. Um, and that made life easier or working the holidays or whatever um, because she could. And so just because we don't have one obligation doesn't mean we don't have another. Uh, and that's just, you know, something that often comes up. Okay, this one... 
is kind of tied back into the first thing we talked about, and that is stop trying to fix me. And Stephanie Mae Wilson, who does a podcast, the very first time that I ever heard from her, um, like heard anything about her, I didn't know who she was, whatever, but I saw a quote and it said, single and broken are not the same things. And I went, what? Because mm-hmm. that was the first time I'd ever heard that concept. Because as far as I was concerned, everybody was trying to fix my problem. You're single. That's the problem. We need to fix that. Um, And that's how it was viewed. And I felt like a pet project in a lot of ways. Um, I see some nodding heads because I think we've all kind of experienced that almost lesser than a lot of times. Um, And once again, we'll get to like, should you set someone up? Should you not set? Like, we're not saying, but like, don't treat me like I have a broken bone that needs to be repaired because that's not necessarily the case. That's just the season I'm walking through. So within that, um, can y'all think of things that maybe have been said or things you've heard said to other people um, that are like trying to fix you or trying to when that's not the case? For me, it goes back to the X, Y, Z of have you tried? And I've literally had, and please, for the love of all things green, when you are trying to help somebody who is single, do not tell them to change their physical appearance. I've had people say, well, maybe if you didn't wear high heels, because you know, you're already really tall and men don't like tall girls. You know, your haircut, it's really, you know, that makes you hard to approach. Well, thank you, because it's going to take me four (laughs) years to grow it back out. Like that is a, and when I say like those things, the haircut thing, I can tell you exactly where I was standing when someone told me that. And they were said by people who love me. Like, they love me, and they care about me, and they really thought they were being helpful. But, like, if that were the case, then buy a wig, slap it on, and solve your problem. Like, that is not the issue, right? Um, you know, I assume the room would agree with this. Have y'all heard the, well, maybe your standards are just too high. Maybe you're just wanting too much. Yes. Yeah. And yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, facts. I am wanting too much. Yeah. The older I get, the more I'm like, (laughs) it's getting worse. Yes. Exactly. It's getting worse. The one I hear is you should, you need to get out more. Yeah. But I I am a single mom. There's only so many hours in a day when I'm not working or running all over God's creation. Where where, where does one say I should go? Well, and that's my thing. When they're like, to the bar? Where? If somebody came up talking to me in a bookstore, I would run. Yes. I don't know what you want me to do. Right. Um, That's true. Yeah. Which is how you end up back with, have you tried online dating? Yes. Yes. It it always circles back. Uh Uh Yeah. Like we don't have community centers that have dances, square dances on Friday nights where everybody met there, you know. We're not going to the USO. Right. It's like I love a meet cute from a 1940s film. That does not have that. That's not. Yeah. And go to like a speed dating or something like Okay, I would go because my personality, I just would I be would not. High, I, would not. Have, I would be so entertained. I would have so much anxiety but like, about that. So like the closest big city. That's New Orleans. And are you right. kidding me? <laughs> I love New Orleans, but I'm 
most likely not going to meet somebody there at right. the speed dating thing. Just, you know, off of Bourbon Street. That's <laughs> not really what I'm looking for. That's not the Baptist speed dating <laughs> yeah. that we're looking at. So, it is hard. Like, where do you go? Well, even then, too, with, with our very large church, our single Bible fellowship is a very small class. It's very yeah. small. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just... And I mean, I know there's tons of other people, you know, but like, I think in the last year or so, like, I've come to be like really comfortable in this. I'm a late bloomer. That's yeah. it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm a late bloomer. And I'm really proud that I figured that out. <laughs> and I'm really proud that like, I'm accepting that, you know, because what that means to me is like, I'm constantly not feeling like I need to be fixed about something, but like being illuminated to things within myself mm-hmm. that like... Okay, now I'm kind of setting myself up for finding right. somebody. If that's the case, if it's not, it's okay. Right. But yeah, like get out more. What? Where? Yeah. Where? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, One of the most powerful things that ever happened to me. I've never walked as high and mighty at church as I did the Sunday that Pastor David talked about. Amen. Like being single uh-huh. and what a gift that is, and mm-hmm. like how people are called into that because they're able to do so many things for other people and for the church and I have never walked around so like <laughs> hey I'm y'all heard him I'm single like he was talking, he was talking about me I'm like, the blessed like, one like I'm the, I'm the one yeah usually a tr- and, and the church doesn't mean it but there's so much emphasis put into marriage and this and that and, and it's almost kind of like we just sometimes feel left out or like oh well you know, I don't have to listen to this message because it didn't have anything to do with me type thing, but which is not true. But I don't know. I just felt when he like addressed that and made it like such a cool thing and such a like, this is a stage that you have been put in because the Lord needs you right yeah. here, right now. And that, that's me. I was like, everybody, everybody heard that, right? Like, cause that was a bit, I think I even went to my dad after and I was like, oh, yeah. oh, I can't wait for you to hear Pastor David's message. I did. Because, I texted you know, mine in between Yeah, because it was such a cool mm-hmm thing to hear that from the pulpit because usually you don't hear because in that. nearly 40 years i've never, I've never heard, heard it. that right so anyway and like he spoke on it from the standpoint of biblical truth and right no offense and we'll get to this another point too but like a lot of was pushed on especially in the south but pushed on christian singles especially women more than men yeah. is not biblical Like, nowhere in the Bible does it say, if you don't get married, you are not living out your God-given purpose. So, I think that's something that, you know, also needs to be reflected on. And with the stop trying to fix me, on the flip side, if you are, and we'll talk a little bit more about how you fit into this group in a second, but if you are the friend, the person, the fan, whatever, you are really involved in my life, and you see something in my life, like... Two of the women in here at one point had to sit me down and say, you know, we see this in your life and that might be, they didn't say this is why we're single, but this is, this isn't healthy. Right. You know? And so if you know somebody, that's where accountability is so important. Like you are that person. You can say not if you fix this, then you're magically going to get, you know, a husband or a wife or whatever, but Hey, you know, this is the issue. And it does not need to be, have you thought about being a brunette? It should be, (laughs) you know, um, you know, it should be more of, you know, your, your heart attitude's not always good or you, you're really not spiritually healthy in this way right now. 
like so that no matter what your relationship status is, you are the right. best person version of you. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, because that's what God has called us to. Um, so it's not that we don't want you to point out when something needs to be fixed. I don't want you to point out when it's not your responsibility. And just because you know me and know I'm single does not mean it's your responsibility, which is okay. Um, cause I don't tell you how you should fix your marriage. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality of it. Anything else on the stopping fixing me? That's just one. I mean, people say stuff and they, I know they don't mean it, but oh my gosh, it is so hurtful. I had <laughs> a woman, God love her, known her my whole life. Me and her daughter are the same age. And she literally said, she said, are you seeing anybody? And I said, no. And she said, well, don't let that depress you. I'm sure there's nothing wrong and God has a plan. And I thought, well, I wasn't depressed until I talked to you. Thanks. Um, and I know she, she things go together. Exactly. And I know she meant nothing by it. The Lord's will. That's going to be the inside joke for our podcast from now on. Um, yeah, that's just, please watch what you say. It can be so detrimental. Um, along with that, don't assume I'm wanting a traditional life. Now, I may, like, I would like to get married. But I know there's a beautiful, funny, smart woman, super talented at our church who does not want to get married. Like, that has never been her plan. She's in her 50s now. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> um, <laughs> and I was going to say, I have, like, I've known her my whole life. And for a long time, in my mind, I would never say this, but I was like, why is she single? Because she's just cute as peach pie. And like, but I heard her talking about it one day, and she straight up does not want to get married. She does not have that desire. She is living her best life. She is an aunt. She is doing what the Lord has called her to do. She feeds into people that need to be fed into. She knows that is her purpose. And I have watched her have to explain this now for three decades to people. Uh, no, I'm not planning on, you know, are you seeing anybody? No. Well, I'm sure somebody's out. Well, actually, I'm not. Like, she doesn't want that life. It's the same thing about asking people when they're going to have kids. One, that's rude. But also, maybe they don't. That's not on the books. Maybe that's not what they're looking for. Um, don't assume that what you consider to be tradition is what everybody wants or that that's God's purpose for our lives. I think that's something we've all kind of come to grips with of because our journeys all look so different, even from each other. Oh, yeah. But God has a purpose for my life. And what a, I don't know, sad testament that sometimes it bothers me more what someone thinks about me than whether or not I'm fulfilling God's purpose because that requires less questions, you know? Um, knowing, like, that should be the question. Not are you seeing somebody, but um, what is God's, you know, purpose? Are you fulfilling God's purpose for your life? Um, anything else with that, the traditional life? Oh, you said, Meg, earlier when we were starting, it bothers you way more than it bothers me. Oh, yeah, me. I feel like it bothers people that I'm single more than it bothers me. Definitely. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it bothers me. I'm aware of it because I think people make me aware mm. of it. But, um, yeah, I think sometimes people are like, oh, I'm just sad for you. But mm-hmm. don't be. Like, I am living my best life and I feel very called into the things that I'm involved Mm -hmm. in and I'm passionate about and kind of like you said I'm able to do 
things that I probably wouldn't be able to do if I was married. So I'm thankful for that. So, I mean, I'm not sad. Like I get, I feel like sometimes people are just sad for us, which you don't have to be because we. Or pity. Yeah. Yeah. Like pity. Yeah. Because. The only time I'm sad is like when I know I have to clean the house and do the yard work. Right. And I can't take a nap because I have to do it all in one day. And whereas I'd be like, if there was another body here, (laughs) he could do this. I could do that. We could divide the whole nap. Right. (laughs) (laughs) my neck from something. I'm like, man, I wish I had somebody to rub this knot out of my neck. That's about it. Other than that, like. I'm good. <laughs> like, right, I can, right. You know, yeah. it's not a sad life. It's not a sad life at all. Like I have a very fulfilled life, and I get why you may be sad for me because maybe your marriage or whatever is so great. But right, you know, we, and usually it's, it's coming okay. from a good place. Right, yeah, and, exactly. that, and that's what we we know it is. But yeah, we hear it a lot. All the time. Yes. A lot more than you think we do. Right. People yeah. feel more comfortable commenting on that than almost anything. Else. I agree to that. Yeah, I agree yeah. to that. Yeah. Especially women. Mm-hmm. I think men don't pay attention. And in this region. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah. after, like, with age, it gets worse. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it's one of those that, like, the graph exponentially <laughs> increases. I think I finally yeah. hit the age where they're like, oh, clearly this isn't going to happen. We're going to stop asking. Because, right. <laughs> well, oh, gosh. Yeah. Late 20s, I thought, if one more person asked me if I'm seeing anybody, I'm going to scream. And now I'm like, I think they figured <laughs> figured it out yeah it was like when i moved up here so like move into a different town uh-huh. you know like when i would go back home in that like late 20s early 30s mm-hmm. it was like so have you met anybody you know like clearly you're you know you got a whole new pond of fish up there you know like nope nope <laughs> it's even worse you know guess what the ponds are all the same <laughs> And ultimately, you are, once again, what we said, waiting on God's, like, I could have the best pond in the world. And, like, I know we kind of make, I mean, I was going to say kind of make dating sound bad. Dating is not fun. But every guy I have gone out with has been super nice, like, but they weren't it. And they were so far not it that I would prefer being single over, you know, Spending a lifetime going, W-Y-D, what you doing? Because my life isn't bad. Again, no. like, to, to put somebody else in it, to rock it, is going to have to be, They're that's why those standards are yes, so high. Right. Because, because I'm happy, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm great living my life, and if somebody wants to join in of that, it's going to have to make it better and not make it worse. I saw this post one time that was, it's going to take a really good man to beat having no man at all. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. That is true. Oh my goodness. And truthfully, and this is something trying to explain to high schoolers, because you know, they are all up in our business. This concept, thinking someone is cute or attractive or what that's not enough i tell them all the time oh, the beatles <laughs> the beatles told you love is all you need they lied yeah. like do y'all have the same interests do they like to spend money in the same like there's just a lot as you go along you get settled in mm-hmm. that maybe you're not i mean you know if i got married at 20 i didn't have a clue what i was doing like sure bring whatever we'll figure it out but life's a little different now you know and we're we're settled and that can you get you stuck in a rut but also can be a good thing um okay this one is a personal one that i've seen i didn't actually i put this on the list and i didn't <laughs> didn't ask them about it um but 
the concept of leaving me out doesn't make me forget I'm single. I've had people and places in my life at times that you could tell they felt very awkward about the fact that I was alone. And so they thought the easiest way to deal with it was to not have to interact with it. And specifically, this was like in my 20s, I had somebody like they threw a party or whatever. And the hostess said, we would invite you, but you're single and it's going to be all couples and we don't want it to be awkward for you. And I thought, okay, well, it wouldn't have been because I live my life single. Like, this is cool. But now you've just told me I'm not good enough because I don't have... One, you, you don't think I can find somebody to bring, but also, like, that that's just different. And so, like, we know. So, tiptoeing around, it's not awkward for us. Like, we live life single. Um, I think, I mean, aside kind of from this group, but, like, my strongest friends are, like, married, and I have a very good relationship, like, with the couple. Right. You know, like... So it is no big deal to me to be like, well, right. third wheel in it. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Like, here I, here I am, the fifth wheel. Right. Like, that, it's not, not that big of an issue for me. And I think it, like, causes me to be a better person. Like, yeah. I think I'm in a better place because I have been allowed to be a part of that and not secluded from yeah, that. Yeah, a different like, perspective. Yeah. And let's be honest, I mean, at this rate, I've been single for so long, it's going to be a lot harder for me not to be single. (laughs) That's going to be awkward. Send me help then. Don't send me help now. Yeah, at this point, like, a lot of times I kind of look at a guy and I'm like, but I want him to be around my friends. Uh You know, like, these other couples, and I'm like, I don't think you make the cut as the six will. Like, (laughs) you know, like... (laughs) That's true. <laughs> the front porch test. If yeah. you ever watch How I Met Your Mother, that's that's what that is. Will, will they be on the front porch with us? Um, yeah. So that was just like a little that I thought about. Um, okay. So we've talked about a bunch of what you shouldn't do. So what can you do for us? Um, here's the preface I said, and I have realized this for myself as well. Women, we are nosy. We like to know people's business. But a good rule of thumb for everything in life, whether it be single, marriage, kids, whatever, is chances are with the way social media works now, if you have to ask, you are not close enough to me to know. Like, if it's not in the public sphere, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not out there yet for a reason. Um, So, should you set us up? Setups are fine. If you are close enough to us to know, and if you're unsure, ask. Be like, hey, would I know this person? They'd be great. Do you mind if I set you up with them? Um, please don't force setups on us. Please don't, um, you know, make more awkward and awkward. Uh, but, like, I don't mind being set up if it's coming from somebody who actually knows me and who, you know, ha- has that part in it not just I've, I've had a lot of I just like to play matchmaker and I'm like oh not with people oh yeah I'm like <laughs> but you don't really know me and so like how would you know who to set me up with um see, it doesn't bother me you set me up with, I think it's funny it's entertaining to me so it gives me anxiety yeah it's just yeah. and I, I mean my thing is like if somebody texts me or whatever and I don't like them I'm just not gonna go like see and I don't want so. 
hurt their but feelings. Like, you don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to hurt their feelings. And I'm like, I'm wasting your time and mine. Right. Yes. And this is just not right. Yeah. I do appreciate, you know, like, I mean, you said, you know, you really want them to know you and it's, it's good. But, like, I think sometimes it, it does open up even that relationship of the person yes. trying to set you up. Like, to hear what they think about you, you know? Yeah. Like, for some reason, they have thought that, like, the characteristics of you and this person they're trying to set you up mm-hmm. with are valuable and right. it, it shines to them and, and it would be, you know, something yeah. that went together or whatever. So, I've had a situation like that, like, where I didn't really know that the person setting me up really, like, thought so highly of me, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. that they would want to take the time to do that and... I think in the end, like, the setup, you know, lasted a few dates, and um, it, it, it didn't really go anywhere, but in the end, like, I came to realize, you know, gosh, I I really didn't realize that that relationship, the person, the matchmaker, right. was as important to them right. as it right. was, you know, and so um, I think that was a good thing. Yeah. Um, and personally, I would feel more comfortable mm-hmm. meeting somebody that way than online or whatever, you know, because it's kind of a vetting system and, you know, um, it's just, yeah. So if, well, we all do our Facebook research on online. Well, yeah. Yeah. How many friends do we have in common? (laughs) Exactly. And who are those friends? (laughs) Yeah. Because that is a clue. Um, so yeah, we are totally not against that. Just within the proper relationship and context yeah. and obviously with our agreement and knowledge. Um, we talked about a little bit earlier, but like, what are we not seeing? You know, if you see something like, and I have literally had the conversation before of so-and-so clearly likes you. And I've had it said to me, I've had to say it to other people of like, and you're like, huh? Like, sometimes we're just dense, or we're so focused on something, we don't see what's in front of us. So, if you have, you know, friend, loved one, whatever, and you are seeing something like that, and you know that, God bless them, they're missing it, you know, help a sister out. Inform her. Or, on the other hand, if they're missing it, and you're like, this person's getting the wrong message. Help us out. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes you just, you don't see what, what's in front of you because you're not expecting it, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a helpful thing. Um, and I think this is huge too. Just be interested in something beyond my love life. <laughs> I know there are people, <laughs> right? There are people who... Do not talk to me about anything else. That is the only th- the only time they talk to me is if I post a picture with a guy online or if they see me at a restaurant. Outside that, they could not tell you where I work. You know how old I am. They don't have a clue. Spoiler um, alert: My love life is not interesting. Right? <laughs> I, literally, ask me about anything else. <laughs> um. Because, I mean, think about it. We don't sit around and just talk about your marriage, your sex life, whatever. Like, that would be insanely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but do you want to hear about, like, you know, the desk that I built or the wall? Right. Right. <laughs> right. What are you reading? What adventure have you gone on? Um, <laughs> the trip I just took by myself. Right. Right. Because, <laughs> once again, that 
ultimately subconsciously equates to where you place value on that person. Yeah. Do you care about that person's life or do you only find value in them if they have something going on that you consider interesting? Um, so yeah, just be interested in us, whether we, we have a man in tow or not. Um, and if we want you to know, we'll tell you. Yeah. You don't have to ask. Like, yeah. If I want you to know that I'm dating somebody or that I, then I'll hold. I will tell you. <laughs> but if not, if I haven't told you anything, then I just am not ready to tell you that or right. whatever it may be. So it just, yeah. you know, let us be the one to come to you with all yeah, that. Yeah, lead that. And this is kind of more geared towards the church side things, but churches have complicated dating, especially modern dating. Um, I cannot tell you how many podcasts that that's a topic of, and it's because there's so much pressure now of, oh, you know, I saw you out to dinner with this guy. Are y'all seeing each other again? How long have you been seeing each other? Like my my mom, God love her, she asked me all the time. So why why does your generation not just go on dates? I'm like because I don't want to be seen in public with someone because I will be hounded about it. You know, um, there's so much pressure going in of almost you've got to decide on this first date whether or not you are um, you know marrying that person, and that's just. That's more pressure than we need anyways. Um, and I know that's hard to get because 50 years ago, you would go on Friday night to the sock hop with Bobby mm -hmm. and nobody was going to be like, are y'all getting married? Like, it was just, <laughs> no, you went on a date. And our generation doesn't do that anymore because yeah. it it's strenuous. Like, there's a reason we don't take wedding dates because, oh my gosh, what if the pictures end up online and somebody's going to comment under, are y'all seeing each other? Like... It is a minefield of stuff that nobody's dealt with before because technology hasn't existed this way. Um, so try to understand that it's shifted a little bit and don't put so much pressure on us. Believe me, we put enough pressure on ourselves over this. Um, overthinking, anxiety-ridden, <laughs> you name it. Um, it is a lot. Okay. Anything else? How are we liking the um, Captain Rodney's? It is um, gone. I was going to say, the empty <laughs> container might be a good sign. Um, it's so good. I could drink just the Captain Rod. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It is so good. so, so good. good. And I didn't even discover that until, like, I mean, it's been, like, 10 years. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like, it is just fantastic. And, like, since that first time I had it, I think I've had that dip at almost every Yes. Every social gathering. Well, it's so easy to make. Yes. Like, it's just like, and it's okay, one of those just... two that's always going to be empty. Yeah. Like, yes. the, the dish will be clean. People yeah. love it. Yes. yes. So, so that's what you need to make for your next party. Go ahead and Google it. Yeah. Four <laughs> recommendations for it. High recommendations. 10 out of 10. Yes. We should rate them. We should. Oh, that's a good idea. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. We I all mean, like food, so. I was going to say. <laughs> they're all going to be like, 10 out of 10. Are going to be a 10 out of 10. I will say. Okay, no, it was not. Those cookies, oh, our those very two. first podcast that Bailey No, no, no. No, it was like. What did you, it was it like looked soap. like soap. It was raspberry cheesecake. That was fudge. zero out of 10 for me. I didn't even try it, because y'all were not like. <laughs> yeah, it was about three for me. That took us mom pink. It was like, I'm not going to Those to cookies that. are good, though. Yeah, the cookies are good. seven of those. So I give that a 7 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks for tagging along. See y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.